This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. Three big interviews today. We've got uh, Representative Tony Gonzalez this hour to talk about the border, what's happening there. We also have uh, Dr. Malone, part two with Dr. Robert Malone, again, the inventor of uh, mRNA technology. And uh, we talk about a lot, canceled culture, going after Joe Rogan because he was on the Joe Rogan show um, what he thinks about Facebook, and we kind of left it off there last time. Part two tonight, part three tomorrow night, and we also have Cray News with Kay on your Monday. Uh-huh. That's right. It's a Motown Monday. That's how we do. to have you. Appreciate you taking the time. Carrie, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Sounds a little low, but turn you back up. Say so you're doing well? You're doing all right? I am. Getting it done? Making it happen? Absolutely. Appreciate that. Polo in the house. Monica's in for Sam. Oh, right, Monica. Let's see Polo. Monica's in for Sam. Boom. There you go. All of that for you. Bye. I'm always hesitant to do this or not, because I like when people listen to the program. I like when people are engaged by the program. What I don't like is when they get dumb emails. And sometimes you're just really dumb. But Carrie, I asked you before the show, you said that you, that, yeah, you think that people like the dumb yeah, emails. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm convinced. I mean, I guess. But, I mean, it's just, for me, it just gets so tiresome. Oh, I'm sure. Because people, when they listen to, this, when they listen to the show, they think they know what I said. And they yep. think they know why I said it. And uh, l- listen, people are busy. They feel like they know you. Yes. And they, they, they're busy. I don't expect them to know exactly what I said, exactly how I said it, why I said it, and what my mama thinks about it. You know what I mean? I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not that guy that, that expects all that right. from the listener. But when somebody goes out of his way to send me an email, and it's just so wrong... You know what I mean? It just, it, oh, it makes me want to, yeah. you know, I'm like, did you listen to the show at all? So I get this email and when I get an email like this, that's, it's passive aggressive. And even to the, to the line where it's kind of aggressive, it always starts mm-hmm. out by, here's why I love you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And here's why you failed you me today. Yeah, got it. I love you, but you have failed me. And I'm really, I always, I can't not respond 
when somebody says, I'm very surprised that Joe, or I'm really disappointed that Joe. As I've said this a million times, I don't do the show in hopes of not disappointing you. I do the show the best way I can, and if you're not disappointed, if you like it, you'll come back. If you are disappointed, find another show. It's actually kind of simple. I do not lose any sleep thinking, oh my gosh, this person might be disappointed in me. My goal was not to appoint you. So if you're, if you're surprised by something, then you either misconstrued who I am or who I was or what I think, or you're just surprised easily. So I get this one. I'm not going to say the guy's name. He claims he's never going to listen again, but mm-hmm. he's listening. Carrie, he's listening right now. Well, I'm sure. Because yeah. he wants to he know wants if I'm going to do this. Yeah. He wants to know if I'm going to go there. So I'm there. I'm not going to say his name. We'll never give his email out. But I will read word for word what he said in his initial foray to me. Okay. Now, the, the the whole thing lasted two days, this back and forth. That's how stupid it is. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Very okay. stupid. Stupid! Yeah, it's that, it's that one. Mm-hmm. So here it is. I listen to Joe every day and have been surprised on occasion at the things he admits to not knowing that I found astonishing because it was things, I don't know what it would be, it were things, right? I mean, it was things. Anyway, it was things anyone in his position should have known perhaps too much time playing children's video games. (laughs) But I actually heard him this week say that Mary was born sinless which is completely anti-biblical and certainly not an orthodox Christian belief. Come on, man. I was talking about how sometimes we are so gaslit that we're told something over and over and over again that we begin to believe it. And what I said in context, in that conversation about things that are said over and over, that we eventually, like, Some people think it's no intensive purposes. It's not. The phrase is no intents and purposes. Mm -hmm. Some people think it's no intensive purposes. They just say it like that. They're wrong. But they've heard it for so long that way, they believe that's what it is. It's no intents and purposes. The Immaculate Conception is not a reference to the conception of Jesus Christ. It's a reference to to the conception of Mary. The reason why she was immaculately conceived was that she would be born without original sin. That is doctrine, orthodox doctrine of the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church used to be the only Christian church, as Catholic was lowercase, meaning everybody. Now, it's uppercase because it's an individual religion in the Christian faith, in the Christian faith system. This guy, again, did I get it wrong? Why did he throw in that I play video games? I don't know. Just a a jab at you, I guess. Why why did he throw in that he's surprised that I don't know things that are easily known? Yeah. What I said that day about the Immaculate Conception is verifiably true. People who believe that the Immaculate Conception refers to Jesus are wrong. They've been gaslit. It refers to to Mary, his mother. So I wrote him back, and of course I I gave it to him. I don't don't mind giving it to him. My, My response was short and simple. Carrie, I was going to end it right there. I wish you would have. Yeah, but yeah, go ahead. I'm surprised by how stupid this email is. That's all I said. <laughs> he was surprised with me. Oh, then he's going to respond. Yeah. I was surprised with him. 
Here's his response. I've been an everyday listener for years, Joe. Your response is typical of how liberals respond, name-calling without providing any evidence to support your comment, which was frankly juvenile. I don't think you want to intentionally lose an everyday listener because you cannot respond appropriately. My primary point is that you stated that the Immaculate Conception refers to Mary's conception and not Jesus, unless I misunderstood. If that's what you meant, this is simply incorrect. And I've never heard it proposed before. The idea that Mary was sinless is simply not biblical. So now I know the guy's an ass wagon because he, he gets it wrong. He's got the internet. He's writing me. All he had to do is look up the Immaculate Conception and see that I was verifiably right that people referring to the Immaculate Conception think, many of them, they're talking about Jesus when in, in, in fact the Catholic Church believes it was Mary who was the Immaculate Conception. There is nobody who believes Jesus was the Immaculate Conception. Nobody. But he might. I might lose him as a listener, Carrie. I might lose him. Mm-hmm. I understand. So my response, short and sweet. Any ideas? Kiss my... I was nicer than that. I said, I don't care. Your email oh. is stupid. Okay. That's, that's it. <laughs> now, I think that's it. Now, he thinks I'm dumb. He thinks I'm wrong when yeah. I'm verifiably right by any source you look up. Everything that I said about the Immaculate Conception is right. But this guy is now completely on his high horse, knowing that I'm wrong. And I'm just short and sweet. I don't care. Your email is stupid. <laughs> he writes back. Now he's going to try to denigrate you more. Why? <laughs> Your attitude just cost you a many years long everyday listener, Joey. Calls me Joey, Joey now. Oh, boy. And by the way, I responded to, to this email with a line-by-line response. So I'll just give you my responses as we go through his next email. Your attitude just cost you a many years long everyday listener, Joey. I said, only my mother calls me Joey. You're not my mother. (laughs) Then he says, there was nothing stupid about my email and you have yet to provide any evidence whatsoever. I said, let's see. You're surprised by what I admit to not knowing and I should probably stop playing children's video games. Hmm, pretty stupid. Then he says, you have the attitude of a typical liberal on social media. Don't confuse me with the facts. My mind's made up. I said, Mary was born without original sin. Thus, she was the immaculate conception. Your liberal comparison is, again, stupid. Carrie, you get a theme here? I just think the, the, this whole back and forth stupid. is stupid. Stupid, yeah, I got it. Got it. Then he says, thanks for freeing up my time for someone more worthy of my listenership and <laughs> a little higher class. If you spent more time oh. keeping up with what's going on in the news instead of playing video games wow. and sleeping half the day. <laughs> you know, you know, my sleep patterns now. The things that most people know that you admitted to not knowing would not have occurred and I wouldn't have had to attempt to educate you on the issue. He actually Ew. said, wouldn't have had That's to okay. attempted okay. to educate you on the on the, uh, the issue. So I said, what I do in my free time is none of your business, and I sleep five hours a night. What a stupid <laughs> comment. So I keep on going back to, stupid, to the fact yeah. that he's just being stupid. Yeah. Maybe it more biblical there, studies but... instead of juvenile video games would be good and would help correct your disrespectful attitude. I said, I have no respect for someone who sends me emails like your initial foray, and your further responses prove you deserve no respect from me. Mm. That probably ended it, right? I would have hoped so, but I'm going to say no, it did not. Oh, no, he writes back. So again, my main point was that your comment that Mary was born without original sin was almost (laughs) shocking to you. Gary, now he's shocked. He was Mm. first surprised. Now the guy's shocked. Oh, my goodness. Okay. That is nowhere near an Orthodox Christian belief. The Immaculate Conception is the conception of Jesus. 
without marrying, having sexual relations. As someone who has studies scripture, he says studies, scriptures for decades and has more than one theology degree. The idea you propose has never been an accepted belief within Christianity. If you had simply explained why you think that to be so, I would have remained a listener as I said. I have listened every day for years but cannot in good conscience continue knowing you have no more respect for a faithful listener than wow. you displayed. And a decades-long <laughs> law enforcement officer. Now he's law enforcement, so now I'm really in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just to cut to the chase, because it goes back several times back and forth, I sent him the Wikipedia um, article that says yeah, that... I, I'm on that too, yeah. Right. Mary is the Immaculate Conception. Yes. Oh, he doesn't accept... He doesn't accept um, Wikipedia, and now he's screwed. Now he's like, oh, that may be the doctrine of the Roman Catholic Church, but many other matters of dogma that teach that. And he just goes into all this crap where he's going, oh, crap. I was wrong. Pags was right. There actually is. He, didn't he just that. say that there is nothing written anywhere ever that said well, yes. Mary was the Immaculate Conception? Yes. So now yeah. he acts like he knew that Catholicism said so, <laughs> but, but wanted to say why they're wrong. So he goes on, blah, 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 calls me Joey again, blah, blah, blah. I said, it was fun completely and utterly kicking your ass on this topic. And again, don't listen to my show. Just stop. Yeah. I don't want you to listen. I literally don't want you to listen anymore. And he keeps <laughs> on going on and on and on. And four pages okay, long. Okay, that's don't have crazy it. now. Yeah, you know what I mean? And more stop. and more and more and blah, blah, blah. So now I give him gotquestions.com, learnreligions.com, uh, stfrancis.org, britannica.com, catholic.com, catholiceducation.org, all of which say... What I said was absolutely 100% true that the people who believe in Immaculate Conception, many of them think it's Jesus, but it's not by the teachings, it's Mary. Now, I'm not trying to say this guy's got to believe it. I'm not even saying that I have to believe it. Carrie, you don't have to believe it. Nobody listening has to believe it. What bothers me to no end, and I've never lost a, a debate in 32 years, what bothers me to no end is the fact that he is not going to stop. No. Not at all. So I've stopped. I just don't respond to him anymore. The last one, that's it, I'm done. And, and, and I got to tell you, it's so weird to me that I can literally say, look, the sky is blue. And this guy is screaming that it's black. Mm-hmm. Or he's screaming that he it's yellow or something. Yeah. No, no, no. Look, it's literally blue. That's the color blue. That's not blue. That is purple. And I'm like, no. And I gave this guy seven links. And at the end of it, where he started with, nobody's ever said that in the history of man. You know what I mean? You Nobody's know, ever made that reference. Mm-hmm. And you're so stupid because you play video games and sleep 14 hours a day. But he's too far day. invested, he, so he, he won't right. say, oh, you're right, Joe. My bad. Yeah, that's not All he has happen. to do is say, you know what, man? I just didn't realize it. And that's cool. Yeah. I appreciate you letting me know. I still disagree with the doctrine. I disagree with the dogma. I disagree with Catholicism. I disagree that the idea that, that Mary is the Immaculate Conception is, is, is correct. I, I got you. But then I left him with this. I said, show me one reference, just one, just one that says Jesus was the Immaculate Conception. I'll wait. Mm-hmm. And there isn't. Bet you never heard that. Not huh? even one. Yeah. But at the end of it, what I've done was so disrespectful and so off-putting that I've lost a long-time, decades-long listener who is a law enforcement officer. I guess because he's a law enforcement officer, he can't be stupid. You can be. Uh, most of them aren't, but I guess this guy happens to be in this topic anyway. The whole thing blows my mind. It blows my mind that he just, because again, when I've been proven wrong in real life and in my radio life, I've actually come on and corrected myself. I've never lost the debate, but I've certainly come on and said, hey, I didn't hear the entire thing in context, and here's what it really said, and here's what I believe about it now. Uh, Without a doubt, I've done that. 
and a bigger person does that. I literally proved the guy wrong, and he left going, oh, I'm never listening to him again. How dare he? You know what I mean? Oh, I know. How and what do you do with somebody tonight? like that? What like, do you do with a guy nothing. like that? You got to ignore it. You got to let it go. Oh, by the way, he's listening right now, and now he's thinking to himself, and I'm screwed. If I write him, he knows I was listening. <laughs> and he was right, because I so said I'm never listening now. again. Yeah. So, no, so what a guy like this will do, and this is what happens often. A friend of mine was listening and told me uh, you were talking about my email, yeah. which is, of course, a lie, because I didn't say the guy's name. So no mm-hmm. friend knows it was him that sent it to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, so right now, he is spinning in a circle going, how do I write him back and tell him off without him knowing that I was listening, yeah, giving him the pleasure of my eardrums? It's kind of satisfying, Carrie. i got to be honest with you. I'm but sure But now, now for, for those who are watching, listen, here's some inside baseball. Before we started the show, did I or did I not ask you? You did. Do, do you think, do you like these? I actually said, do you like it? You said yes, and I think the listeners like it. I think so, too. Yeah, a little inside baseball, what you have to deal with. Most people who watch and listen to us like the show. Mm-hmm. So I think when they hear somebody so completely off base like this guy, I think they probably do like to hear it. I do too, yeah. Now, do I feel better about putting it out there in the public? I feel exactly the same as I did when I annihilated him via email. I annihilated From start to finish, he was wrong in every juncture. And the more wrong he got, the more he called me Joey, the mm-hmm. more he said I was disrespectful, the more he told me about Can you imagine having several theology degrees and never having heard that? I cannot. Come on, dude. Nope. I mean, it's, it's in a lot of places. <sighs> 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Monica, I will take calls from people. I'm not going to argue the Immaculate Conception. That is in the Catholic faith. You don't have to believe it. You can believe it. Whatever you want to think. But I will take calls from people. Just, just wonder. I just wonder. Do you want me to tell you about my emails? I mean... Some people have actually suggested I do a nasty email segment. Somebody mm. suggested I do a parody just reading nasty emails. I like the segment idea. Is that fun? I think so. All right. Mm-hmm. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Uh, Paul, you think we should do that? Sure. I, I knew that was coming. Monica, <laughs> you think I should do that? I don't know. She's She must be taking a call or something right now. I like what? the parody idea, actually. Okay, there you go. We'll, we'll consider that. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Right, glad to have you, Motown Monday, the Joe Pag Show. Lots going on, lots to get to. Tony Gonzalez, a representative out of the great state of Texas, coming up at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. Not sure if you saw this, but Grant Stinchfield is on Newsmax exposing Nancy Pelosi's hypocrisy. Hope you've checked this out. Reports say she's worth as much as a quarter billion dollars with a B. She recently even made up to $30 million in stock trades with big tech. Stinchfield is tired of Pelosi's hypocrisy. 
and he's launched a petition now. It's called Give It Back Nancy, demanding that she return that $30 million to help poor families. You need to join um, Stinchfield's petition. Go online, giveitbacknancy.com. Giveitbacknancy.com. Give it back. No, no spaces at all. Just giveitbacknancy.com. Stinchfield is on Newsmax at 8 p.m. Eastern, revealing the truth about Pelosi. You also see Michael Savage, Dick Morris on Stinchfield. Get Newsmax on every major cable system. If your cable operator doesn't carry Newsmax, tell them you want it or watch Newsmax free on your um uh, on your on your television. You get it on the I've got it on the Fire TV. It's very easy. Millions are turning to Newsmax, a source you can trust. Watch Stinchfield tonight and hold Pelosi accountable. Go right now to that website. Giveitbacknancy.com. Giveitbacknancy.com. Make that happen right now. I don't think we have a bunch of time for phone call. I'll be honest with you. Um, we're running short on time. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, AJ, I've got an interview coming up. Hang on if you want or call back, my friend. AJ's on the line as well. We've got Tony Gonzalez, U.S. Representative, District 23, Great State of Texas. We come back after this break. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always great to have this guy on. He's uh, District 23 Republican, the great state of Texas. It's Tony Gonzalez. Tony, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing great, Pax. Thanks for having me back on. Uh, you're very welcome. You know, I wanted to have you on because uh, just last week or the week before, I saw a couple of pieces of video and one piece of audio that I heard that really jumped out at me about the border. We know the border is broken. So let me start in a very general sense. When this president, Joe Biden, and his administration, it's really the administration saying it, says constantly stupid things like we have to send troops to Russia or to Ukraine or to Eastern Europe to guard the sovereign border of Ukraine. They, they're a country. They deserve to have a sovereign border. and We're going to help them secure it. I mean, we all just throw our hands in the air. I don't care if you're left or right or in the middle. You know that how, how porous and how open our border is. Why on God's green earth would we send people thousands of miles away when we have a problem right here? Uh, you look, you're, you're spot on, and uh, we all know that the border is as bad as it's ever been. If you live and you work along the border, you, you see it firsthand. I mean, your life is turned upside down, and it's maddening to see this administration put America last. I mean, it's time to put America first, and that starts by securing our southern border, and it goes from there. Things are as bad as it's ever been. Uh, the other thing I'll say, too, is it's— you know, it's uh, it's frustrating being up here in Congress and, and trying to find others that want to solve it. It's also frustrating to me kind of hearing all these campaign slogans, everybody and their mother running for, you know, fill in the blank uh, uh, campaign saying, you know, I'm going to secure the border. And it's like, hey, you're running for school board. You know, right. it's just one of these things. It's like we got to take these slogans out of the equation. Give me results. I'm a master chief. I'm a retired master chief. Did 20 years in the Navy. To me, it's all about results. Anybody can get up there and and uh, just talk. Yeah, but what are you hearing in Washington? Because they know they're being hypocritical. We know they're being hypocritical. We're calling them out every day. Not just me. Everybody who, who's got a brain is saying, well, wait a second. Listen, why secure them before us? What are they saying? I mean, do they... Do they think we don't hear them saying the exact opposite, whether it's Eastern Europe or our southern border? They, is there, I guess I'm asking this. Is there inside baseball and quiet rumblings in the halls of Congress where even Democrats are going to do it? I can't believe we're saying this. 
you know what they don't they don't want to talk about it they don't want to even address it at all they feel as if they talk about it in any form or fashion that they're losing uh and we all know that the fact that they're not talking about it is the reason why they're losing the fact that their their policies are failed is the reason why they're losing and they're going to lose big time in 2022. The other thing up here in Washington, you've got 29 Democrats that are retiring. So a lot of them have just given up. I mean, they don't, they're not even trying anymore. So when you have that many people give up, it's not just the rank and file, it's, it's the more senior folks up here. So what I've done is this, is go, you gotta have a bipartisan solution to this. It's the only way that it, it, it gets fixed in the near term. Right until we until Republicans win back the House and we've got the numbers in the near term, the only way you get any traction is if you get Democrats to jump on board. You know, last week I, I hosted uh, Border, Patri Border Patrol Chief Ortiz up here. I had seven members in the room. Uh, half of them were Democrats, half of them were Republicans. And my thought process was, you know, if you're not going to visit the border, then let's bring the border to you yeah. and let's have a real conversation. Well, hopefully you got very real. It's Representative Tony Gonzalez. He is, uh, of course, District 23, Republican, great state of Texas. I hope it gets real because we're seeing real video now. We've got rank-and-file Border Patrol agents who are not getting the backup they need from the administration, who are basically being hamstrung by the administration, going at their leaders, their their senior officers, saying, hey, man, what are we supposed to do? And then the senior officer, and this is in context, but I'm paraphrasing, is like, no, we have a job to do. Go do the job. And then the, the rank-and-file are like, we're, we literally are not allowed to do our jobs. We're, we can't arrest people. We can't hold them. They say the word asylum, and we're flying them to white plane New York at 2 a.m. Then Mayorkas was there lying that it was secure, it was fine, it was great. We caught him on some, some audio where he says, yeah, reality is it's worse than it's been in 20 years. And agents were actually turning their backs to him when he was visiting. I feel like there might be a revolt by agents. I hope not. But they're putting their lives in the line and getting no support, Tony. What, what do you have to say about them, what they're feeling right now? Morale is, I mean, it's beyond an all-time low. I mean, people are just tired. You know, for for uh, for for Christmas, uh, I spend Christmas Eve. Our family, we have a, a a tradition where we open up our presents at midnight on Christmas Eve, and then for Christmas, we pretty much it's a relaxing day. Sometimes we'll go to the movies uh, or or do something like that. Uh, and I asked my family if they'd let me go out and uh, spend the day on the border on for Christmas with Border Patrol agents, and they did, and that's what we nice. did. We visited six different Border Patrol stations, and two takeaways were these agents were tired. I mean, you could see they were physically tired. The other takeaway was I've been, I've been to these processing centers, I mean, uh, dozens of times. It was a regular, it was, a, it was Groundhog Day. Didn't matter, it was Christmas, it was just another day. So wow. what I can say is the rank and file are tired. And what I tell my colleagues up here in Washington is they can't wait a year. They can't wait a year for Republicans to take control of the House and then start making policy changes. They need help today, today. So that was one of the things about bringing uh, the Chief Ortiz up here is to go, here's the deal. What I get all, there's all these things that we got to work on, but what can we do today? The one of the biggest takeaways that we got him to, uh, to kind of um, agree to was to, uh, to hire a thousand new contractors to have these contractors do the processing. These Border Patrol agents, they don't need to be in these processing centers. Right. They need to be out in the field protecting us from terrorists, drugs, these terrible actors that are coming over.
Here's the most frustrating part, Tony, and I think that a lot of people watching and listening agree with this. We know the Border Patrol agents get the mission. They want to do the mission. What, what they don't understand, and rightfully so, is that the law didn't change when Joe Biden took over. The, law that, the laws that are in place for immigration and naturalization in this country have been the same since the mid-1980s. I don't want to hear about immigration reform. We've got laws right now that are on the books. Why is it that a different administration can change how we enforce the law? They're basically ignoring the law. And I, don't know if, I think it's Article 2. I'm willing to be wrong on that in the Constitution. says that if, if, if laws that were passed by Congress and signed into law by, by the president aren't followed, then you can take other action as a state that's being affected like Texas. And you can do something on your own. Yet the federal government keeps on saying you can't do that because the Constitution says it's our purview. What's the truth here? The law didn't change. The rank and file doesn't know what the hell they're doing. What, do I enforce it? Do I arrest this guy? Do I not? Do I let him go? Do I wave at them? Do I give them money? Do I give them a, a flight to White Plains? They don't know what to do. So why can't we just cut all the BS? The law is the law. Follow the law. If you don't administration, then Texas and Arizona and New Mexico and California can do their own thing. You know what, Pags? There's this underlying uh, policy that the administration has. It's an anti-law enforcement policy. Right. And you see it. You, I mean, you see it in our cities. You see it on the border. And what they've done is they've kind of undercut the Border Patrol agents with this anti-law enforcement policy. And it's 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 uh, uh, handcuffed them. And it's put them in these processing centers, and it's it, that's why the rank and file are so frustrated because they don't want to be in these processing. They want to be out in the field. They want to be doing uh, what they signed up to do. But it's an anti-law enforcement policy. What I also say is whether you know whether it's a law or not, or or, or however you you want to interpret uh, various different you know whether it's a constitution or otherwise, Texans will take care of Texans. Yeah. I mean we've always done that, and there is no different. So what you're seeing is a lot of small communities come together and go, there is no one that's going to save the day for us. We are going to make sure we stand up and we protect ourselves uh, from this chaos that's happening. Uh, and, and I think that's and it's unfair, honestly, because this is a federal issue caused by the federal government. And ultimately, only like you hit it right on the head. Ultimately, when the federal government starts enforcing the laws that are already on the books, you know, uh, all we're doing is, is kind of uh, damage control. It's uh, District 23 Republican, the great state of Texas, Tony Gonzalez. You've got the longest um, district on the border, right? You've got the most border than anybody else in Texas, probably anybody else in the country, right? The country, 42% of the border. What are you hearing from those people who live there dealing with it every single day? They've got to be maddened. It's, it's beyond mad. I mean, it's beyond numb. I mean, they're just, uh, they're just worn out. I mean, all of it. You know, the chaos along the border. They're tired of the high-speed chases. Uh, they're, they're tired of the, the, the drugs coming over their, their property. Uh, now you're starting to see some Border Patrol agents come under fire, you know, uh, uh, you know getting shot at. Uh, I mean, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And you have an administration that doesn't want to acknowledge it at all. Um, what, I, what I think needs to happen is we got to, one, get these Border Patrol agents out of the processing centers and back out into the field. Two is we got to uh, these these mandates, these vaccine mandates, you know, I, I dropped a bill, the BASE Act, that prevents federal funds from being used against these uh, federal man, uh, these federal uh, vaccine mandates on Border Patrol agents. We pushed back very hard against that. You know, once again, it's this anti-law enforcement approach, and they're trying to use these, these vaccine mandates as a way to undermine uh, the law enforcement, Border Patrol in particular, we push back against that. And I think it's at a place now to where, you know, politically, you know, if Mayorkas were to do something like this, 
it would uh, it would snowball on them. The other thing I'll say is Title 42. This administration has wanted to do away with Title 42 from the very beginning. Right. And, uh, you know, if they do that, you're going to see a bad situation spiral out of control. And Title 42, that that is in reference to those uh, to those who have either been masked or have the, the it has to do with COVID, right? COVID testing before they come in, that we make sure that we're not in trouble if, if we let them in from this pandemic, because that's different from stay in Mexico, which they're ignoring as well. They're supposed to be doing that policy, too, according to the courts. Title 42 and stay in Mexico policy are different. Title 42, does it have to do with COVID? It does. You know, Title 40, I'll be very brief. Title 42 is kind of the last bastion of, uh, of law, uh, of law enforcement uh, policy that Border Patrol has. It allows Border Patrol agents to expel a migrant immediately uh, um, due to uh, the, the current pandemic situation that right. we're in. So we, we need that. We need more of that. We need folks that go, hey, if you don't qualify for asylum, you need to you need to be returned to your country of origin. Um, are we just not doing it, Tony? We they are doing it, and and they're honestly they're, that's that's what they're using mostly. Uh, it's it's the number one title that there's Title Eight and there's all these other ones, but Title Forty Two is the number one used uh, mechanism Border Patrol uses to expel migrants, uh, oftentimes to Mexico or other countries. But uh, if that goes away, then they have nothing. Wow. I mean, then you're really going to see as bad as the numbers are, and they're historic numbers. I'm talking in decades. My, like you said, Mayorkas himself has uh, admitted to that. If Title 42 goes away, you're going to see the floodgates open. The, the administration has kicked the can down the road. But this is something Congress needs to do is to make sure that we shine light on it. We educate people and, and we hold the administration accountable for the chaos that they've caused. Last question with uh, Tony Gonzalez, District 23, Republican, great state of Texas. And it does have to do with politics. If you're not endorsing anybody yet, fine, you could, you could tell me that. But I want to ask you a couple of things about what's happening in Texas, specifically the largest border that we have, where more, more people come through every year than anywhere else. Um, you've got a, a sitting governor that I thought was a great uh, attorney general. I think he's done a good job as a governor who's being challenged by a couple of very strong uh, challengers, Huffines and you've got Alan West. Um, people are saying Greg Abbott didn't do enough. Even more importantly, with all the infighting on the right and the Republican side, Beto, who's, who's really Robert Francis, you know, uh, the, O'Rourke III or whatever he is, he's, not, he's like a fourth generation Irishman. He's not Mexican at all, but he pretends like he is by saying Beto. Um, this guy is going to get California money, New York money. He's going to get money from, from Soros and everybody else to try to get that job uh, in Austin, Texas. So with the infighting on the right and Beto, you know he's going to get a bunch of funding. Is that a worry for you? Because if you get a weak governor who's weak on the border, we're screwed. No, it is a worry for me. And, and look, I like primaries. Primaries are great, man. The best thing about being a Republican and, and being conservative is we like to fight. We yes. like to. No one's going to push us around. No one's going to tell us what to do. We're vocal. I love that. I think that's a part of our strengths. But the other thing that we need to do is after primary season is over, we got to come together because the other side is nuts. I mean, right. they, they absolutely want to take away our guns. This guy, Tony, this guy got four million votes against Ted Cruz. Yes. You know, th- this guy almost became the U.S. senator in this state. And that's a major problem when he says, I'm going to take hell. Yeah, I'm going to take away your guns. So at the end of the exactly. day, you, you don't you don't think the infighting on the right is going to hurt because I don't want it to help Beto. I don't think so. We got to use that energy in a positive way, but, okay. but it, it's incumbent on whoever wins to circle the wagons and make sure everybody is good. We'll also say this is Beto 
the biggest the biggest problems that he caused is he helped all these judges down ballot and all these school board members down ballot. He helped all those people Agreed. get elected. And we got to make sure, like, look, I'm at the top of the ticket in District 23. It's my responsibility to help those down ballot of me at every level. And I think part of that is making sure Republicans turn out in big numbers. That's all of our responsibilities, because otherwise, Beto may lose. But if we have all these judges or if we have all these, uh, uh, you know, school board members that are that are they're not liberal, they're they're socialists. Right. I mean, then it gets really crazy. So we got to circle together. Let's let's. Let's have a good dust up during primary season. Get your points out there. And then afterwards, let's circle the wagons and let's get to work because the country's at stake. I like that a lot. You know, this guy, Beto, he thinks that he has some right to some office in this state. He doesn't. And I'm here to tell people, and I will take this to the bank, if he were ever to be elected governor or had any power in this state, that border would just disappear. You think it's bad now? It would become worse than we've ever seen in our history. And that's a major problem. Tony, I think you're doing a great job. Um, I'm going to be pushing for you to get reelected this coming November. Keep on kicking ass in Washington. And let's talk again when you get back home. Great. Thanks, Pags. All right, brother. Appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. We appreciate Tony Gonzalez coming on. I think he's doing a great job at the border, as I said. And uh, hopefully we can get get things fixed there. I mean, it's just not getting any better, to be honest with you. We tell you about um, Stamps.com. Stamps.com absolutely rocks. If you are shipping out stuff and you're going to the post office and you're spending time, time is money, you can save that money, save that time by going to Stamps.com. Also, UPS, you get great deals with them, too. They'll let you print official postage right from your computer so you can spend less time at the post office, more time running your business. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been an indispensable partner for over a million businesses. They give you the access to all the post office and, and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer. All the discounts you can get, too, up to 40% off of USPS, 76% off of UPS. Why would you not want to do that? Save time. Save money. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. So save time and money right now. Go to stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PAGS for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, a digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page. Enter my code PAGS. Stamps.com. Click on the microphone. Enter my code PAGS. I mean, it's only a minute, AJ, but it's all you, brother. AJ. Big time Motown, Joe Pags. Talk hey, to me, man. Don't worry about them narcissists. They number a bunch of narcissists. They know you're getting it done, and narcissists don't like it when you get it done. Is that what it is? That's their problem. That's exactly what it is. So don't worry about them, Motown. They're a bunch of no-good narcissist rats. And I'm going to tell you something, Motown. Uh, we watching these idiots running around with masks, and they didn't have no mask on, and the, the idiot in uh, Georgia... She's sitting there with the kids with no mask on. And then, I mean, Motown, what, when is the media going to hit Joe Biden like they hit Trump? Never. When are they going to hit him? Never. They're never going to do it. They're never going to do it. And so the American blacks, the American people, 
wake up. Wake up. Understand what we're going through. Our country is involved. AJ, here. call Our back again this week. Call back thing. again this week. We didn't give you enough time, I, I right, brother? You. We love you, I man. I got you, big daddy. We'll talk to you in a bit. All right, keep it here. Coming back. You're listening to Joe Pags.